welcome to the Nourished Soul podcast, where we talk about all things body, mind, and soul. I'm your host, Dr. Kelly Ritter. Hello. I am so glad that you are here. I'm grateful for all of our listeners. It is such an honor to be able to put this podcast together, do these interviews with amazing people, and then put it out in the world. It's so much fun for me. So it's so great to have listeners. We here on the Nurse Cell Podcast are getting ready to release a series called Meat for Mental Health. So this was my idea. I wanted to have Meat for Mental Health. And then it turns out that these interviews are about much more than meat and much more than mental health. So I think regardless of where you stand on meat and mental health, you will enjoy the, the interviews, the really, really fun people. So I wanted to put out this episode before the Meat for Mental Health episodes come out because I want to make sure that everyone understands I am not anti-plant and that I honor that we all have a choice in the way that we eat. And I want everyone to understand that I honor that whatever way that you have found of eating that works for you, that's great. You keep doing that, whatever that looks like. I was just noticing everywhere. I would pass by the TV. There's information about fruits and vegetables being so healthy. And everyone knows we have to have fruits and vegetables. And I was in a CVS pharmacy and passed by the magazine stand. And there were at least three magazines not just articles about plant-based eating, but whole magazines devoted to plant-based eating, which is totally fine, except that it was a little bit irritating to me because meat actually heals. And so if you don't want to eat it, that's fine. But I think that the information that we keep getting everywhere and it's shoved down our throats is not actually very helpful for people who are trying to heal their bodies. So trying to heal mental or physical health issues, because what I have found professionally and certainly personally, because then I ended up doing this personally, is that um, there is, there's another way and that it includes eating animal foods. So to whatever degree you're, you wanna do that, I started interviewing people back in 2019 and this was, I was still working in academia. So I was still in that mindset of being an associate professor, qualitative researcher. So I didn't record any of these. These were not put on my YouTube channel. It wasn't for a podcast. It was just me asking people for, for information. I kept seeing cases where people were healing, like miraculous healing from a carnivore or more of a ketovore diet. And I was fascinated by that. So I just would reach out to people and say, hey, I'd love to hear your story. If you'd be willing to talk to me, I was transitioning to nutritional therapy. So I had been, I was wrapping up school for nutritional therapy to be a nutritional therapist. And I was leaving academia. I don't know if I had left quite yet, but was thinking I would do another year of academia, which didn't end up happening. But still, I was thinking that after a year more, because I wanted a solid 10 years in academia as an associate professor, I did nine. So 
I wanted to just hear these stories of people who were healing from changing their diet, but specifically from men for mental health. I was really interested in people that were talking about chronic anxiety, OCD, and lifelong depression literally vanishing or becoming not a problem at all for them from eating an animal-based. Most of the people were eating a carnivore diet that I interviewed. So I was interviewing them, still not really thinking that I was going to eat a carnivore diet. I was just interested in, in their stories and how I might be able to help other people, particularly in um, nutrition, mental health nutrition. So I was doing the interviews and at some point realized that some of these people didn't mind being actually filmed. And we put some of them up on the YouTube channels before we had the podcast or maybe the podcast was first starting. Not sure. But anyway, I was doing these interviews and could not believe it. And that people had so much healing from an animal-based way of eating. Because at this time I was teaching gut health, but more from a place of gut health with plants as king. So eating lots of fruits and vegetables for our gut health. And boy, was I wrong in thinking that's the only way to do that. And I was shown very clearly that I was wrong. But, and then 2020 hit and I was just still not feeling great, even though I ate really, really well. I ate mostly paleo diet. I wasn't dogmatic about any of that, but I ate really clean whole foods. I was a non-drinker, non-smoker, like really felt like I should be eating. I mean, should be feeling great based on the way I ate. I was very much focused on gut healing, had been doing a lot of things like eating fermented foods, fermenting my own veggies, you know, lots of bone broth and bone marrow and all of those things. I started having a lot of histamine reactions. It was in 2020. <laughs> so, you know, there was a lot of stress. There was a lot of things going on that maybe created some of that histamine reaction, but started just having just tons and tons of headaches too. And just wasn't I still not feeling great, even though I, I was eating really, really well, not drinking, not smoking. Come on now should be feeling great. And I decided to do carnivore for 30 days. So some of you have already heard my story. So I won't bore you, but after two and a half years of eating mostly carnivore, some of that time was really strictly carnivore. I was amazed at all the healing that took place in, in my, particularly in my gut health and mental health. I didn't realize that I could feel that great. So anyway, fast forward, all the people who are coming to me for consultation. So I not only do nutritional therapy consultation, I have added in the quantum health strategies. Because let me tell you, if you haven't heard the quantum health, we did a whole series on quantum biology and quantum health strategies. And I will continue to do that because that truly moves the needle. Really amazing for helping people heal. I will never stop talking about nutrition because it helped me so much. It helped so many of my clients. And I really feel like our nutrition is foundational. What I was really surprised about is how much meat, and by meat, I mean anything that comes from an animal. I'm including eggs actually in that. But eating animal products as our food, as our main source of fuel, how healing that is for people. 
So if you choose not to do that, totally fine. But the reason I wanted to do the series is to show people that it's an option. And yes, I developed a pro-healing diet. Um, it's really a pro-healing approach to nutrition. And that came about very organically. So people were coming to me and for consultation, I mostly get people with gut health issues that also are struggling with mood. So lots of chronic anxiety, but people who are eating really well, they've done lots of things to try and heal themselves and they're still just not feeling great, or they have chronic anxiety that just is really debilitating in some cases. And in some cases, it's just annoying. So a lot of people I've had clients come to me with Crohn's, colitis, gastritis, IBS, lots of IBS folks, ulcers, SIBO, all of that. Where there are mental health issues, there are almost always digestive issues and vice versa, but not always. Sometimes people come for gut healing and they don't even realize how much is going on with their mood and how low their energy is. I was the same way. I didn't realize how, like, well, I sometimes I knew how anxious I was, but I thought that's just the way I was wired. You know, I'm just type A, like things to be done really well and want it done my way and kind of a little bit of a control freak, but it's all right. I'm a recovering control freak. How do you like that? So, so all these people are coming for nutritional therapy and with all different kinds of ways of eating before they came. So some of them kind of a standard American diet, but most of them eating pretty well, actually eating lots of fruits and vegetables. And the more we backed off of the fruits and vegetables and started really focusing on, I focus on essential amino acids and essential fatty acids. So really putting the emphasis there and then doing more and more to support circadian rhythms to get their light environment right. So it's more than just the food. But even in the beginning, when I was just helping people with the food and some targeted supplementation for some people it can be really life-saving, but really focusing on the food, people were healing, especially my IBS, my, the folks that were coming with IBS, they're not mine, but people were doing their own healing. I'm just to help. I'm just here to be helpful in terms of helping people figure that out and just be a companion on their, their journey of healing. People are healing themselves and they're doing a lot of that through the food that they're choosing to eat. And over time, uh, people kept asking for handouts and did I have a shopping list and do I have, you know, what a list of what to eat, why not to eat all of those kinds of things. And so organically an ebook developed so that I could give that to people that were coming to me. So now, of course, that's available. That pro healing nutrition ebook is available for people but it really came out of really helping clients with the things that they were asking for, for resources that they were asking for. And all the while still realizing that I was shocked at how much backing off the plants was really helping people. So I wanted to do this meat for mental health series, but I just want to, to make sure that people understand that I do, I have included local produce back into my diet because at some point when I started learning more about cellular health and mitochondria, let's just put it this way, healthy mitochondria drive health and dysfunctional mitochondria drive disease through inflammation. So at some point you have to start to understand cellular health and mitochondrial health and I was absolutely floored and fascinated because 
our immune system, our nervous system, our emotions, all inextricably connected. So it was just fascinating for me to learn. And really what I do mostly now is help people navigate um, safety signals. So the more and more safety signals that we can include in their life for their cells, but safety signals for your, on a cellular level. So not just, you know, the trauma work that I used to do, which I still love. It's all great. It's, I'm so grateful that there are really good people out there doing that work. I just found, you know, healing on a cellular level has been um, a missing link, I would say, in the cl clinical mental health world. And so similar in terms of safety and stability being first order of business, I'm still doing that it's first order of business. I'm just doing it from this quantum health perspective and also helping people navigate nutrition to help send safety signals to their body. And a lot of that has to do with the most nutrient dense foods on the planet that are the easiest for us to absorb. So really focusing on those things, that's beef liver, steak, salmon roe, eggs, but it's the egg yolk. So I have a lot of people that'll come to me and say, oh, I eat egg whites all the time because we were told that that's healthier for us. No, no, no. The egg yolk has all of the nutrients that we want. So if you can eat eggs, you tolerate them, you're not allergic to them, by all means, eat the eggs. And seafood. So I'm a really big fan of seafood for the DHA because DHA is a crucial it's an essential fatty acid, but it's also really crucial for brain health and for brain development too. So in utero and the best source of DHA is seafood. So even if somebody doesn't live in an area where they can get local seafood, still getting fresh seafood that you can, as if you can get your hands on that, I think it's really important. And I, I often get asked, so how much seafood should I be eating? I eat seafood every single day. So you get to decide how often you want to do that. Sometimes I have people who come to me who have been vegetarians for years and years and years, and their mental health is usually the issue. That's, that's their main concern when they come to me. Sometimes thyroid or an autoimmune issue or some gut health issue in addition to um, usually anxiety and depression, lots of chronic anxiety. So they come to me and they are eating eggs occasionally. So they might have added fish and eggs and maybe some dairy. And they've noticed that that is actually helping them a lot. And so they're still doing that, but like once a month kind of thing. And so we just, I just work with them on whatever they're willing to do. And start incorporating that weekly and then um, trying to incorporate more seafood daily if they're willing to do that. And that's where, I mean, we see huge improvements in their mental health. But also, don't forget, we're talking about quantum strategies, which is all about seasonal eating. So yeah, carnivore or a ketovore way of eating, lots of improvement, particularly in mental health. It might, you might stay there. You might, it might work so well for you that you just stay with that kind of eating, but it might be that you start to eat more seasonally so that you're helping your mitochondria orient it, 
to the environment that you're in. The more and more I study, the more and more I learn that it really is about being in harmony with our current environment. So another question I get asked a lot is, is it more important to adjust our lives, to work on our lifestyle and our nutrition based on our ancestry or our culture, you know, where we grew up or some kind of, you know, if we're Italian or Russian, or even though you're not living in an area that is in that culture now, and I always say there are, so here's, here's my answer, or is it better to orient to the current place that in which you are living, wherever that might be, the current place in which you are living, wherever your feet are currently planted, you want to orient as best you can and be in harmony with that environment. That is my answer. That being said, there are always, if there is something that feels really healing to you, whether it's a food or something that comes from your culture, some something in your upbringing, there might be something that your soul really needs or wants. And I think that's perfectly fine. So while I have worked with people, let's say somebody is Russian uh, originally, and they are living here in the United States and they just really, they learn to cook or they learn to bake a, a challah or some, you know, a bread and it, they love it. And they're, so they're eating in a way to try and support their mental health, which would not be flour or sugar or seed oils. Those are kind of the three big things that we work to limit, at least limit to improve people's mental health and a huge difference. But I say, keep there. If there's something that just really feels important to you, you make it from scratch. It's your mother's recipe, whatever it is, by all means, see if you can keep that in. And you might be able to add that back in after a period of time of healing. So while you're doing some deeper healing, you might want to eliminate some things for a bit and then reintroduce them and see how you do. It's not an all or nothing, and it's certainly not forever. But the idea is that you orient to the time and space and season that you are in. And that can be done by spending lots of time outside. So I talk a lot about this. I have the YouTube channel. We There's a whole quantum health playlist that you might want to check out. And I am doing my best to get more and more videos going so that people can learn these things. I have some people in my life, not just clients, but personally that I'm trying to help. And so the more questions I get or when I see where they struggle, I'm trying to make some videos for that. So you can check all of that out. But the idea is really about getting your light environment figured out and supporting your circadian rhythms, not just by what you're eating, but when you're eating, honoring the light and the dark cycle of the day. There are lots of ways to do this. And for me, nutrition is a really big piece of it. And the safety signals by eating at times that support your circadian rhythms, by eating foods that are nutrient dense, that your body can absorb those nutrients by eating seafood, if you can, that DHA, that's a safety signal to your cell, all your cells, eating seasonally so that your mitochondria can figure out where you are in time and space and in season. 
all of those things really important in establishing safety and stability, which is first order of business when I'm working with people. And the reason that's first order of business is so you can do deeper healing. It's really challenging to do some deeper healing when you don't have the safety, when your cells are in danger response and you've got the tons of inflammation and danger response going in every cell. It's really difficult to do deep healing. So we reduce the inflammation, we add more safety signals, and that way people are able to do more healing and really kind of reorient their whole life. And you wouldn't believe how much better you can feel. So, and I just want to also say that it's not about perfection. It's not about like staying on a certain way for, it's really more of trial and error (laughs) and trying things and And seeing how that goes and backing up if that doesn't work. And you heal yourself. So I don't care what practitioner you work with, doctors or practitioners, you don't need to give your power away to these folks. They aren't healing you. Yes, they might be healers. They might be very helpful in your healing process. But make no mistake, you are healing yourself. That is how it works. So yeah, having people that can help with your education around healing, that can help you in your journey, companion you on that journey. Absolutely. But don't for a second think that they are the ones that are doing your healing. I would even say of healing gurus, like I've done some interesting spiritual journeys. I would say that those people are healers for sure. But any, we are designed to heal The body is designed to heal. It's designed to keep you alive too. So sometimes it's doing really interesting things that don't feel good and don't, that doesn't feel like it's healing, but it's actually working on your benefit. But the idea is truly that you heal yourself. So, so on that note, I hope that you really enjoy the next few episodes that we have on these meat for mental health, which is actually more than meat and more than mental health, but hope you enjoy that and happy healing. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Nourish Soul podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, I would love it if you would rate the show. And I'm also going to ask a favor. If you have not already done so, if you would consider subscribing to the show, it is very helpful for us to have more subscribers. And I greatly appreciate all of our subscribers. I also wanted to give you a couple of places where you could get more information if you wanted it. I am putting more videos on my YouTube channel, some shorter videos, some longer videos, but I'm spending more time putting content there that I hope will be helpful. It is still about nourishing the body, mind, soul, information about quantum health, nutrition, mental health, anything that I have found to be particularly helpful, but it's that fresh perspective on vitality and healing that I have there. So you can go over there and find it. Dr. Kelly Ritter is the name of my channel. I'm also putting more information and putting more time into Instagram. So if you're on social media and you want to connect, I love to connect with people via Instagram, Dr. Underscore Kelly. 
on Instagram and I'm doing more lives on Instagram and put, trying to put, <laughs> doing my best to put more information out, especially on the quantum health strategies that I think are so helpful for people, but in bite-sized pieces. So you can digest that, get it on the go, whatever you need to do there. And hopefully that will be helpful to more people. So thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful. I love doing this show and it is my pleasure to bring it to people and hope that is, it is helpful in your own journey. I hope you are being really good to yourself this week and that you're having a fantastic week. So happy healing.